And we're rolling again. Welcome on into episode 170. Yes. Yeah, no, not the same energy as last time. I'm no, sorry. It's not. I, not at all. Uh, hey, uh, to be honest, though, I tried. Um, it's just, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, just, <sighs> apparently I can't talk. That's what it is. <laughs> so we were planning on uploading last Wednesday. Yeah, we were. Uh, we were in the process of it, actually. When you think about it, though, it couldn't, like, you can blame it on something else, but you can also blame it on us because. We had like a two-hour spare time to record, but we did We do it. that all the time. And we were going to record, and we finally were recording, and then within the, like the six, seven minutes we were recording, the power went out. Yeah. So, and then they were like, oh, we won't be on till like 10 o'clock. I'm like, well, bro, I got to work in the morning. Yeah. So I had to go out of town. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So That didn't happen. Yeah, so that's what happened to us last episode. We just didn't get a chance to record. Uh, but if you guys are new to the show, welcome on into the FS Podcast, also known as the Fancy Sports Podcast. As you can tell from the intro that we're not professionals at this at all. We're here to have fun, give you guys fantasy advice, and just talk about fantasy football as a whole. Get you guys ready for the 2023 season. Um, so if you guys listened to our last episode, it was just kind of weird to say because I feel like we've recorded three episodes, but the one in the middle didn't count for some reason. Yeah, I, I get your point. Yeah, it's just feels weird saying that, but if you guys listened to our last episode, um, we talked about the three toughest schedules in the NFL, and today we're going to be talking about the three easiest schedules in the NFL, so we're going to continue off of that guy. So I'm just saying. Yeah. And it's, it feels so weird because we're, we're going to be talking about the news and like the news we're going to be talking about came out like two weeks ago, I think now. And it's just well, like, I don't think there's really any new news. Yeah, but we we still need to talk about a wide receiver from the Cardinals because we already talked about them, though, yeah. in our last episode. But guess what? That thing didn't get uploaded. So yeah, it didn't get recorded. So it wasn't even remotely close to being uploaded. Yeah. Either. So we still got to talk about it on this episode because we didn't get a chance to do it last episode. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well. Well, what? Uh, well, here. I'm actually then kind of glad that we didn't record or finish recording. We did try to record. Uh, what happened? Because we were going to talk about D-Hop. Still are. But uh, get this. Uh, Robert, say, I'm just going to call him uh, Robert. The uh, Jets. You know, coach. They asked him if they have any plans on pursuing D Hop and any other wide receivers. He said no. Okay, good. So, I like the crew they have right now. That's what he said too. We love our current wide receiver group. Yeah, let's go, baby. Oh, no. Believe in your team. You don't need a star wide receiver like Hopkins joining you. But no. you want you want to guess who the front runners are for D Hop? Patriots. No. Who? Uh, the Chiefs and Bills. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yawning. You know. Oh, I'm tired. I worked super hard today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Extremely. Extremely. Yeah. So, um, we're going to go ahead and talk about D-Hop. Uh, again, we were talking a little bit about him last episode, but then we obviously we didn't get a chance to finish our recording. But first things first, if you guys already didn't know, now you're going to know from us. Uh, but D-Hop was released from the Arizona Cardinals about a week ago, two, about maybe two okay. weeks ago. Um, he was released by the Cardinals. There's a bunch of rumors about him coming coming out saying that he was going to get traded. Mm-hmm. And we all believed that for a while. 
And then he tweeted out saying, like, when did I want, who said that I wanted to leave? And they're like, oh, okay, well, he's he's staying. He's staying with the Cardinals. And then, like, a week after that, it's like, bro, he is released. He gets canned. Released. Yeah. And, like, the Cardinals got nothing out of it. They, yeah. They just released him. So now he's a free agent. He can sign whatever he wants, get paid the most money, which is good. But, like, Cardinals, bro, you should have just traded him. You got something out of it. Even if you did. Get something bad out of it. At least you got something out of it, if that makes sense. Like Clear up some cap space, I guess. But like, I'd rather get something than nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what do you mean they got cap space? Oh, I guess so. But who are they can assign? I don't know. I've uh, Buda Baker's leaving them too. So yeah. like, I think the Cardinals are just fumbling the ball. What? Uh, just everything at the moment. Yeah. Cardinals are, I think, trying to be the worst franchise. They're just running with it. Mm. And they said, hey, everyone says we are. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's just bring up the hype. Let's live up to the hype. They're going to be like, uh, hey, you remember when uh, Larry Fitzgerald was on our team? Hmm? Hmm? We that went to the Super Bowl. Two, three years ago, I think, that he was actually on the team. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah. So, the Hopkins is with no longer with the Cardinals. Uh, and you said the two front runner ups are the Bills and the Chiefs? Uh as of the moment. Yeah. I think the Pat the Patriots are also up there, if I remember correctly. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, I know Deshaun Watson said he would like D Hop to come over, but I mean if you if D Hop wants to go to a championship uh team, a team that can make it to the playoff bound, Chiefs and Bills are Definitely his best options. Yeah, the Browns, not so much. Browns, not so much. Honestly, I could see him maybe going to the Chiefs because the Chiefs kind of need a wide receiver to take over after Tyreek Hill left. It is good. Uh, yeah. but, but when you look over the Bills, I mean, all they really have is Stephon Diggs over there. They've uh, had a few decent standouts. They had a few year. decent, but, like, if they want more help, because I just feel like they cannot give over that hump to make it to the Super Bowl. The past three years, well, you know the Bills historically did go to the Super Bowl. I think six times and lost six times. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, and um, yeah. So like, if they need another push, D Hop's definitely their best best option. Not only does it give D Hop, not only does it give uh Josh Allen a good wide receiver target, but it just also brings the team together as a whole. I mean, Stephon Diggs and D Hop, bro, that's an amazing wide yeah. receiver duo. Absolute wide receiver duo. Yeah, you would definitely want Josh Allen as your fantasy quarterback. Yeah, that. That's an elite duel right there is having Hopkins and Stephon Diggs on the on your you know, on your side of the end with the ball. It's, it's crazy though, because like if that does happen, like And they got that tight end that they signed. Yeah, if drafted. it if it does happen, good for them because they're gonna make it to the playoffs, but for some reason I feel like they still they're won't make choke. it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's always the Chiefs. Somehow they, they can't beat the Chiefs. Somehow, some way they just won't make it over that hump for some freaking reason. I don't know. Like, bro, come on. You could have beat Joe Burrow last year. Uh-huh. You could have beat the Chiefs two years prior to that, yeah. but no. I don't know. I really thought they were going to beat the Bengals this year. Yeah, well, I, I think the biggest enemy of the Bills is the Chiefs. Yeah. That, that's a lot of the teams in the AFC, though. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. The Chiefs are a tough team to beat. Right, Wea? Well, I, um. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Yeah, yes, they are. They definitely are. Tuesday, I'm, I'm in a tough division here. I really am. Well, look, I'm taking it out now because, uh, and I know I'm going to jinx myself because the Packers right now are not a good team. No. And I'm going to enjoy that. Okay. Detroit, uh, on the other hand, right now, let's move on. Chiefs are Super Bowl champs, right? Yeah. And uh-huh. the Chargers again, Justin Herbert and Russell Wilson. 
with the Denver Broncos. So, yep. and guess what? Hmm. We got Jimmy G. Yeah. So we're good. We're solid. We're, I'm so happy right now. You don't understand. Jimmy G and Devontae Adams, that duo is going to be amazing. Wow. I'm just saying. I imagine if Darren Waller was still there. Oh, don't remind me that he's not there. <laughs> we got Josh Jacobs. Yeah, we do have Josh Jacobs. The uh, NFL rushing leader on the season last year. I still give a lead Darren Waller with the Jags. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> I just, uh, he's I not on our team. Darren Waller's true potential. Yeah, true. I guess so. But I'm just going to miss him. As a Raider fan, I'm going to miss him. What did, I do? what did I do with the jersey? I don't know. <laughs> and I bought that jersey, too. I told my sister, I was like, bro, are you going to get a Raider jersey? Get this one because he would be on there for a while. And then, like, two and then, months later, boom. he's straightened. I just don't want to do my life anymore. <laughs> I'm just, like, <laughs> just, I can't get digging. I'm worried all this world. It's just crazy. And I just, anyways. <clears throat> okay, I have a David Montgomery Bears jersey, and look at him. Where's he at? He's uh, with the Detroit Lions. Hey, bro. At least he's in the same division. But I feel like that's worse. <laughs> like, just go somewhere else. Don't go to the same division. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're That'd right. be like, you know, being like, let's do Darren Waller, for an example. That'd be like Darren Waller signing with the Chiefs. Oh, that would be horrible. Yeah. Um, See? I will ask you this, though. Out of the two front runner ups, Bills and Chiefs, who do you think you see him signing with more? And fits him more? D Hops, of course. In. The person I we're speaking of right now. Think it's gonna be the Bills. You think so? I think the Bills. I think it would be the Bills too. I Chiefs think, don't got a lot of money. No, they don't. But D Hobbs, I think he can play in the snow, right? Yeah, you know. I still can't believe they're making. in Texas, right? I can't believe they're spending like so much. I probably like over five hundred million dollars on a new stadium, bro, and they're not uh-huh. gonna put a cover over it. <laughs> of all the things that to do, still blows my mind. Uh, I guess okay. To side with them real quick, I guess I get it. You know, the whole snow game is like an iconic thing in Buffalo and all that, right? It's iconic. All in those kind of northeastern states. Yeah. I just feel like give them the option. Maybe just get a retractable roof like the Arizona Cardinals yeah. that can close and open any time. Arizona gets it, and it doesn't even snow here. No, they it get just, it. It's super hot. It's just super hot. That's why they need it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if they be playing in 115-degree weather, they're going to die. Yeah. Gonna, uh-huh. gonna be like, <sighs> Good job. You ran five yards. <laughs> so hot, bro. It is. And it's just going to get hotter right now. But I will say, like I said, I, I think the snow games are iconic. We can't forget, in my opinion, one of my favorite. I think it was Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, one of those, where they were running through the snow, and it was about as tall as they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you just see the man bulldozing through the snow. Yeah. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun. You know what? Who doesn't like to bulldoze over in the snow? <laughs> um, But anyways, going back to D-Hots, yeah, I agree with you, though. I do see him being with the Bills uh, rather than the Chiefs going into the next season. Obviously, we haven't heard any news come out about him yet. Saying, he is with the Chiefs. I will say the Chiefs might repeat. I think so, too. I think they could two-peat. Uh, but, yeah, well, there's no news that recently came out yet on where he's going, but eventually it will, so just keep an eye out on that, and we will also keep an eye out on that, but for the, for the most part, I can see him going with Bills. Who knows? He may go with the green team. Nobody knows. All right? Yeah. So. What do you mean? They're very uh, happy. Yeah, sure. Sure. Happy. Um, but, yeah, so let's. Uh, oh, real quick. I want to st- just point out this one because I'm very happy. Elijah Moore could be in for a bigger role. It's clear that the Browns want to get more the ball, I guess you could say, 
get him the ball more. Oh, wow. I was waiting for you. Like, I had to pun, and I was like, he. I was going to say something. I was like, you know what? I think Jagger's going to set that one up himself. Set it up, and uh, it was okay. Delivered. It wasn't my best work. Delivered. Um, but, yeah, Elijah Moore, bro, yes, of course. That's a young talent coming over from the Jets. When he had a quarterback other than Zach Wilson. Balled out. Balled out. He was like a top five receiver every week. He didn't have Zach Wilson at the I'm helm. crying so much because I'm so. He's crying because he's so emotional. <laughs> sure, yeah. Elijah Moore. <laughs> so, I just love podcasting as a whole, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Elijah Moore, dude, 100%. Honestly, a draftable player going into the 2023 season. Just for the fact he's a young player. He's with the he's with the Browns and I know they got good old Amari Goopy, I guess you yeah. would like to call him. Amari he's balling Co- out. Amari Cooper. Um yeah, he was definitely balling out. The Donovan's people Jones is also still over there who was balling out here and there. But Elijah Moore, dude, I could definitely see him making a run for the number one wide receiver over there in Cleveland. Especially with Deshaun Watson over there as a quarterback. Yeah, I could definitely see Elijah Moore becoming that number one wide receiver. I mean, look what he did with D-Hop. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks did things with D-Hop, but still, I mean, look, look what he did. Uh-huh. And Elijah Moore, I'm, I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for him, actually. I'm excited that he went on the Browns. I'm just sad he went on the Browns because he went from the Jets with Aaron Rodgers and everybody he else. He didn't really know, right? Yeah, he didn't know at the time yet. I think he was already gone at that point. And he got traded to the Browns with yeah. Deshaun and, and uh, I bet he hates Mari. himself right now. Probably, yeah, probably. But hey, man, when you get traded, what can you do? Right. You pack your bags and you leave. Okay. <sighs> exactly. So. It's the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. I want to point out these two things real quick, and then uh, I think we should be good. Go for it. So, uh, the Detroit Lions running back, one of them, you know, because mm-hmm. they got like four. Uh, David Montgomery suffered a lower leg injury during OTAs. Really? Can we make the case right now for a glass leg induction? For? For David Montgomery. Or does it have to be during the season? It has to be during the season. During bro. the season? Yeah. It has to be during the yeah? season. Yeah. Well, then I will say it's not looking good. Yeah. Uh, speaking of injury, Kyle Pitts is not practicing in OTAs. He's still rehabbing from the MCL tear, which is to be expected because yeah. it's mean, the end of the season. It, it, it's it's difficult to recover super quickly after a suffering an injury during the end of the season, towards the end. So, just heads up. I think that is it. Yep, because then it's just talking about Brandon McManus. Uh, Lions coach Dan Campbell says that Jamison Williams is miles ahead entering his second year. We didn't really get to see a whole lot from him his first year, but that'll be good because they need someone else to receive the ball other than uh, Roner St. Brown. But I like St. Brown. Well, yeah, but, you know, they need to get more threats out there so they can leave them open. No, leave St. Brown alone, all right? Let him do a one... Day show, all right, one man show. Anyways, moving on. He's crying again, bro. I I don't know what's going on, well, dude. You've been very emotional this this whole. Well, we should record it earlier. That's why. That's <laughs> why I just my energy just drained. Um. So again, I talked about it earlier in the show. If you guys didn't listen to our, that our last episode, I recommend going doing that. But we went ahead and we talked about uh. The three NFL's toughest schedule going into 2023 season about what players you should have, which players you should be worried about. Um, so I would go take a listen to that and then move on over here back to this one because we're going to be talking about the three easiest schedules going into 2023. Um, do you want to start off with the easiest or do you want to start off with the third easiest? 
How did we do the most difficult? Didn't we start at the bottom? I believe we started at the bottom and worked our way up. No, 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 no. We no, did. No. We did. Did we? Yeah. We yeah, did. we did. We definitely did. So, and I wanted to state it last episode, but I forgot forgot to tell Wea as well. What happened? Well, nothing. Nothing bad. Uh, we're still recording, unlike last time. Oh, the power yeah. That, that, that's, that's a new record. Just be all casual about it. Yeah, so we haven't been recording for, like, the whole show. I know. <laughs> if you told me that, I would have been like, I'm done. I'm out. April Fool's. Next time. In June. Uh, no, I wanted to just kind of shout out where we were getting this from. That way people aren't just, like, thinking we made this up or something, I guess. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for our, uh, yeah, for school, this is, I just made this up last minute homework. Uh-huh. I just wrote this down. I just guessed on the multiple choice. And, and boom, here agree. it is. Here, here's the results. Exactly. So uh, we are pulling it off of sharpfootballanalysis.com. If you want to go there, check it out. Cool. They're not paying us. This is the first time I've seen them. Yeah. I can't really say anything good or bad. I guess that's good and bad. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> yes, I do know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I figured let's start at the first and work our way down. So the easiest schedule. All right. You want me to start off? Uh, Sure. Or you can cry about it. Uh, I will cry about it. That's why I wanted to start it off. So, okay. you know, I can just get it out now. And then All you right. can talk about them after I'm done. So I can rest. And anyways. <laughs> so, um, the number one easiest schedule going in 2023-2024 season next year. Or this year, for some reason. I don't know why I say next year. It's going to be the New Orleans Saints. Or New, New Orleans. New Orleans or New Orleans? Potato, potato. Um... Yeah, the New Orleans Saints are uh, the number one easiest schedule going into the 2023 schedule. Look, man. Easiest schedule going into the next schedule? Season, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, man, if, you, if you're talking about the easiest schedule and you talk about the Saints and you look into the Saints and you're like, all right, what are some of these offensive players that I could have on my team that I know will do solid due to the fact that they have the easiest schedule? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something, man. The one number one guy you want to go for, bro, a solid MVP player. All right, a solid MVP 2023-2024 uh, player. I'm wow, calling it right now. He has a lot of potential, bro. He did amazing. He brought his team to the playoffs at least, I think, twice out of 14 uh, <laughs> starts. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be Derek Carr, bro. Yeah. 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 Go after Derek Carr. You know why? Because the car ain't going to be there forever. It's going to keep moving. So you want to hop in that car. Doesn't car break down sometimes? Well, you, dude, where is my car is the question. <laughs> you know? Um, over, it's over New Orleans. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know what? Just let him stay there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Derek Carr is the main quarterback with the Saints right now. There's no competition at the moment. But when you look deeper into it, when you look at the wide receivers, man, who are you drafting, dude? Who are you spending your money on? Who are you going to be like, you know what? This guy, I'm going to take my shot on. I'm going to guy. Only one. Is there only one guy? Besides the running back, which is Alvin Kamara. Obviously. Which you're always going to want. He's probably going to be gone either the first or second round. When it comes to running backs, especially the one on the Saints, and he's the only main good rostered player for your team. I will state this, though. Alvin Kamara, or Kamara, or however you want to pronounce it, he struggled. In the beginning of uh, this past season. Yeah, he definitely did. I think this one of those tight ends was switching back and forth, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but Evan Kamara. I will say I would want to pick up Chris Olove. Yeah, Chris Olove is definitely a good wide receiver. He's actually going his sophomore year, I think, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah. Young talent, boy. Let's go. Uh huh. And he did finish uh, ranked 25 in full PPR. 
Yeah, that's not actually bad for his that's, first year. that's not bad for his first year. Yeah, especially with those quarterbacks he had. I don't know if you want to call Jameis Winston. I don't know if you think of Jameis Winston and Andy Dolan as an upgrade from Derek Carr. If you do, good for you. Maybe it's a slightly better upgrade. And I don't know. I'm not. I'd safe. say they're like right on the same. They're the same. I wouldn't say they're the best. I don't. Know. I, wouldn't I wouldn't say, say they're, they're the worst either. I wouldn't say that there's a big difference. But Chris Olave, man, he's a solid wide receiver. I mean, look what he did with James Winston and Dalton and Derek Carr. He likes. I said this about him before because I've seen him play with the Raiders. But this bro just likes to chuck it down the field, dude. He's just like, who's down there? Who? You Chris know, Olave. sixty yarder throw. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's just, it's going to be Chris Olave. And Chris Olave, dude, especially if you're playing a PPR, if he gets that one catch with all those yards, bro, mm. solid fantasy performance. That's all you needed for the week. Yeah, solid fantasy performance. And if he gets a t- touchdown, great. Um, but, like, Chris Olave is a really good wide receiver to have. Honestly, I see myself personally would spend money on him on a draft. Got it. I'll be sure to draft him before you. Yeah, go for it. I don't care. <laughs> That's a strat. Um, go ahead. I never wanted him. <laughs> did I? Did, or maybe. Um, but yeah, going into this draft season, I would draft Crystal Lover just because he is the only star wide receiver out there for the Saints. I know they drafted one guy. I on, I can't remember on the top of my head. Um, but look, Crystal Lover... Going into sophomore year, young talent, Derek Carr, a player that likes to throw the ball downfield, <laughs> 60 yarder just for the heck of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a solid, I think it's a solid break. I would maybe spend, like, if we're talking about where you would draft Chris Olove in the draft, I'm thinking, like, maybe eight or yeah, nine rounds. Yeah, say deep rounds. Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, four or five, definitely. That's more of, your, like, your other wide receiver slash tight yeah. ends. Uh, but, yeah, when it comes to Chris Olove, I would say, like, maybe eight or nine, a little deeper into the league. But, look, Honestly, I think he has potential of being a wide receiver one. I think he does. He I, definitely has that wide receiver one upside. He definitely does. But I, I feel like he's either A, can he get drafted stupid early, or B, get drafted really late. I say in our league, for some reason, I feel like he might get drafted a little early. I think so, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, it seems like uh, some people in our league actually keep up to date. I do. I keep up to date because I have a podcast. I have no, to keep up to no date. Way. No way. I'm not. Wow. Who I, I just kind of, you know. Uh, All right, guys. So if you, my get, way through it. If, if you guys can, go ahead and go on, on com. Put in your reservation. Uh, reservation. <laughs> application. Reservation. Because I would like to hire a new co-host. Because Jagger is not putting in the Hire? Or Wait. Work. I was supposed to be getting paid? Yeah. So I would like to replace Jagger because he doesn't want to be here no more. He doesn't want to put in the effort. So go ahead. And nope. I'll be looking on Indeed tonight. and. <laughs> So. All I need is your uh, your headshot, a picture of your face, and that's it. And yes, I know secu- it's a podcast, and no one's going to see your face. And your social security number, and I need a... <laughs> your home address. Home address, but yeah. And, uh, <laughs> going, back, going back to uh, wide receivers, uh, Michael Thomas obviously is still on the Saints, but we, heard, we haven't heard any news from him. Uh, well, I don't, you know, he, he was moving around yeah, a I guess couple months so. ago. Um, but we will figure out what's going on with him. For, but for, for the time being, Chris Olave is still a better option than Michael Thomas. Again, we don't know when Michael Thomas is returning or when he's coming back or if he's going to announce, like, hey, bro, I'm still here. Hello. Yeah, we don't know when that's going to happen. But for right now, my money's on Chris Olave. Just because, yeah. bro. As of right now, too, if you look at the depth chart, I believe Chris Olave is the wide receiver one. Yeah. Over Michael Thomas. He definitely is. And, again, the running back is going to be Alvin Kamara. So. Which you can't I'm, go wrong. That's like a B 
tier, like sort of wide receiver slash running back duo. Yeah, it's not too bad, but there's better ones. But it's to the point like, yeah, I can have both of them on my team or just draft them. You know what I mean? Uh, but Chris Olave, he, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about him being my one of my uh, sleepers of the pick going into 2023-2024 season. Because I know some sometime in the future we're going to do an episode of our personal picks of the players that we think are going to have great potential going into the season. I think that might come out after our, our mock, mock draft episode. At yeah. least one mock draft. I just want to give you guys a heads up that will be coming out soon because I'm thinking about some certain players. And basically what I'm... What I'm trying to say is I'm taking Jagger's ideas and I'm just making them my own. Because when he mentioned Chris Elave, I just took him for him. Like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to make him my guy. Except he's not all like, that's a great idea. Instead, he's just all like, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I agree. Yeah. I actually thought about him first uh-huh. before you did. You just, I was a real day one I fan. was deal. I was day one. Bro. I can reference uh-huh. anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, One of those fans. Yeah, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. The, the quote-unquote day one. Hey man, what are you trying to question my day one? I'm not saying you. Wait, you want to right? See, this is why I told you guys to upload your stuff on Indeed because <laughs> I cannot do this no more. Sick of it. It's a miracle that we're still recording after yeah. all this time. Bro, power hasn't went out. Some, the world is telling us something. Know, the right? universe is giving us a good sign. Well, you know, maybe they stopped us from recording because they knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> right? You know, maybe that's it. Right? They're like, this is not going to be you guys' best work, so we're going to make you guys rest up for the next one. Uh huh. Um, so enough of the Saints. Uh, you got any final thoughts before we move on to the second easiest schedule of the NFL? Uh, stay away from Derek Carr. Okay. What? In terms of fantasy football, what? Stay away from Derek Carr. I gave that amazing intro of Derek Carr, and you just at the end of it, just, yeah. So stay away. You from You see Derek. that broken down car in New Orleans? Don't go near it. You know what? There you go. I can't blame you. See, we had a uh, Odell broken down Jr. <laughs> now we have the broken car. Right? Isn't that yeah. good? Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, I'd say stay away from Derek Carr. Draft Chris Olave deep in the league if you can. If you can. If not you in the can. league, in the draft. In the draft, yeah. Draft him deep if you can. And then uh, Michael Thomas, I don't know, draft him at the end or free agent him, pick him up. <laughs> if you have an IR spot in your league, I don't know. Because yeah. I don't see him starting week one. Yeah, me too. I don't think he started any weeks in the past two years. <laughs> Shout out Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Yeah, Snipe Boy. Woo. Um, so moving on from that, you got those you got all your finals locked out? Yeah. Alright. So moving on to the second easiest schedule. Do you want to say it actually? Do I do. Okay, go for it. Because it is one of my most favorite tight ends in all <laughs> the league. So much so that Weya wanted to trade for him. I had no other choice, dude. I know. And that, my friends, is the Atlanta Falcons. Uh stay away. From Kyle Pitts, stay away from the quarterbacks, and pick up Bajon. Robinson? Is it Robinson or Johnson? I thought it was Robinson. Is it? It might be right. That's, I'm going to just speed run it. (laughs) It is Robinson. Uh, See, I know my running backs. Yeah. Just pick up Bajon Robinson. Yes, I know Cordell Patterson is still there. Yeah, I don't think Cordell Patterson, though, is going to have great fantasy value. You don't think he's going to repeat how he did this year? No, not the past two years, years. no, I don't think so. I think this year is going to be a little bit more different. I feel like you can draft him, but I would draft him maybe, like, deeper into the league, into the Mm -hmm. draft, I mean, 
but I don't think he's going to show as much potential as he did the past two years going into this year because due to the fact he got a lot of his points due to the running back and yardage he got. But look, now they got good old Bijan. Did I say right? Bijan Robinson. I'm treating him like he's French. Yeah, a, John. A, a rookie running back that they drafted this year. Which a lot of people, I guess, in the professional end of this field are seeing that he's going to be the lead back. Yeah, he, he and I can see that happening because, like, Tyler Iger, he's a good running back. Okay. He's, he, he, yeah, but someone as young and as fast and talented, you know, Bijan Robinson, or did I say it right? Yeah, Bijan. Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great it's definitely a great um how, how would you say it? like you switch it up you know what I mean like because yeah. like Cordell Patterson he runs a lot but like he's not gonna run the whole time with John Robinson still like being no. there I think it's gonna be kind of like uh, the you Washington think the, Commanders you think they're gonna split the two up they might split it in the beginning even it out even the plays out it might even, even be like a Brees Hall situation yeah you know where it started out with the old back. At the beginning of the season, and then they kind of faded it away as the young buck was moving. And I mean, moving. Moving, moving. I Hall, like to move. I wish you could have completed moving. your season. I like to move. Would have easily won rookie of the year. Yeah. Offensive rookie of the year. Easy. Uh, what about Drake London, though? Honestly, I will take him. Yeah? I would. Deeper in the draft, though. I'm not yeah. saying fourth or fifth round. I would even say deeper than seven or eight, you know? I would say, yeah, like ten. Around ten, I'd start looking at him. If he's still there, though, who knows? People might take him, like, fourth or sixth round. Probably. Know? Who knows? Because he did finish 31 in full PPR. Which is good. And that was his rookie season. So, who knows? I'm actually pretty excited, though, uh, for Drake London when I think about it. Because the quarterback... I mean, they, they, Tyler Haneke, really, but they, I know they drafted a recent quarterback, Riddler, a Ryder. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. Ritter. Um, so it's just going to show how much potential Drake London has depending on the quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, how is he going to do with these second-string quarterbacks? People that just got drafted that doesn't have a full big name yet, you know, like Bryce Young or anybody like that. Um, but we're going to find out. But if you think about a safe bet on who to have because it's an easier schedule, the only best option you you really have is Bajon Robinson. Yeah, for sure. I would maybe, maybe take an end-of-the-draft pickup on Desmond Ritter. Maybe. Maybe? Maybe. What was that? Maybe. <laughs> and that's like almost a one-sided coin flip maybe. Ooh, coin flip. Let me just do this for free. This is right here. For free? All right. Coin flip. Head to tails. Heads. Oh, it's tails. Wow, it changes up. See, yeah. we lose power, and now all of a sudden the, yeah, the dynamic the, shifted. The whole system had a default setting reset. Exactly. All my rigged coins. No. <laughs> um, but any final thoughts on the Falcons being the number two best schedule and the uh, easiest schedule in the league? It makes sense. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, briefly, Kyle Pitts. What about him? Oh, shoot. I forgot him. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no. What the? <laughs> just, just no. Uh, I would rather draft Yunhu Koo, the kicker, over Kyle Pitts. You think so? Yeah. Honestly, bro, look, no matter what you, no matter what you say about Kyle Pitts, you could he say he finished he's, 33. You could say he finished. PPR. 
You at the tight end position. You can say he finished at a tough spot. You can say that he's not worthy to draft. You can say things about him. But I hate to say it, but the only reason why he is still going to get drafted this year is for the fact that he is a tight end. Yeah, there's no other tight ends. And we know the tight end window is small. But it did get a little is, bit bigger with the draft. Which is very ironic, though, when you think about it, that tight end window small. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, uh, so like That's an after-the-show discussion there. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, the window for the tight ends are small. So, like, Kyle Pitts is definitely a better option than a lot of these other running tight end, you know, players on these other teams. You know, like, the, from like you don't want a tight end from the Saints or the one from the Panthers or one from uh, not even the Bills. You know no, what I mean? I would take one from the Bills. You would? Yep. I've done it multiple times. Like, I would take Kyle Pitts just for the fact that I know he's a tight end. I know he's a solid player. But where? But where? I'm not saying I was 3.9. I know. I know. But I'm not saying I'm going to spend so much. Four weeks in a row. 3.9. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to spend so much money on him. And, I get, and, again, when you look at the quarterback part, it's difficult, you know, like, yeah. Are you really gonna spend money on? Well, the thing is too is that the team themselves, the powers that be, have came out and said before, you know, oh, we are involving Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. You are. Well, he gets targeted like once every three games. Yeah, he does. And it's always for like nineteen yards. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you guys doing? And I know the. Atlanta Falcons fans have to be fuming, right? Because they have to know because Kyle Pitts does have that potential. I feel like he does. He's a very talented player. Yeah. He really is. He just doesn't. Not just his size, just everything. Yeah, he just he just doesn't get enough of the workload that he should no. be getting. He'll get, to, he'll get it like maybe once in a long while. Yeah. But at those games when he does get the, the potential that he's made for, it's like, bro, why don't you just give him more? Yeah. Why are you slacking? Wait, you guys won when you threw the ball his no way? No way. You know what? What I'm going to do is make sure he doesn't get the ball for the next three to four weeks. it right now that the Falcons were probably betting on their team. Yeah, maybe like, maybe like the team, I don't know, maybe like his, his potential comes like three to four business days. He'll get it, and his uh, next one's like three to four games later. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Maybe. It just takes a while to come And sometimes back. he gets it, and there's nothing in there. And yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of uh, what do you call those peanuts? You know, yeah, just everywhere. It's uh, a whole lot of three point nine points. Yeah, I would jump in those those bag of peanuts, bro. Those yeah, packing fun. peanuts. Yes, who doesn't love those? Used to play around with them. I'm all for it. They don't taste like peanuts though. Why would you even? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so moving on. Uh, any final thoughts on Kyle Pitts slash the Atlanta Falcons having the second? Uh, Easiest no. schedule. Going the only one I'm really targeting is Bajan Robinson. Me too. See, there way it goes again, stealing my idea. What else am I supposed to do? I you should go against the grain, way. And be so. all like, everyone, I want you to draft Kyle Pitts at 1-1. First pick. I could say something so bad, right? No, it won't be appropriate for Oh, whoa, so whoa. I'm going to keep it. I'll say it after the show. Download. I'll pull an Antonio Brown and record it without him knowing it. And then, like, just go out and take off your shirt. Uh huh. Yeah, I said it on the podcast. I'm done. See you later. My shirt over the fence. I'm out. (laughs) Then they'll be all like, oh, what happened to him? (laughs) Yeah, there's this other guy on the show. We haven't seen him in a while. I just imagine, like, where'd he go? Um, (laughs) Don't even tell anyone what happened either. Moving on. Video of it. Should place me like that. 
<laughs> so yeah, moving on to number three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one which I'm actually kind of happy about for the players on the team, and that is the Indianapolis Colts. I feel like the Colts have a lot of potential, a lot of young talent. Uh, now, whether they can use it or not is a different story. We've seen it before. I mean, the only person they really use a lot is JT, otherwise known as legal name, <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Taylor. Like That or Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. Oh, Wait, I completely forgot about my me. boy, Michael Pittman boy. Jr., dude. I have so much hype last year going into the season. Just Carson Wentz kept throwing the ball, and guess where it went? It went over his head. You know what I'm saying? They just There it went. There it went. It, it just went over his head. It was impossible to bring down the ball, honestly, with Devontae or Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Listen, they got Gardner Minshew now at the helm. If you can't see this, it just means clapping. I don't uh-huh. know if you can hear Anlimit, actually. It's actually him just slapping. A yes, I didn't mention Cheer along, people. Let's go. I know. It's meant to be. It, it is completely meant to be. Yeah. Uh, real talk, though. No. Uh, <laughs> okay, fake talk. Hypothetical, <laughs> hypothetical talk. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. As we know, right, he is, you know, the lead back. Yeah. Hadoi's. Big stupid for even, you know, not thinking about that. Uh, but, uh, listen, you know, uh, I'll pull you in a little closer here. So, as we know, Jonathan Taylor got hurt last season a lot. What? No. A lot. No, not JT, no. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, so much so that he didn't really play the last, like, four games of the season. I don't count his week 15 game because he was in for 3% of the snaps and got two points. That's when they kind of called him out. And that's, I think, when he came back off of his injury was that game. Yeah, was it that game? Yeah. Uh, but, look, he only played 11 games if you count that Minnesota game. So, technically, in my opinion, 10. And he finished rank 33 in full PPR. His past two years prior to that was top five. Or at number six on his rookie season and number one last year. As we know, because he was a lot of hype. Yeah, he did have a lot of hype last year. I mean, a lot of people drafted him first overall or second overall. Uh, but now, where do we draft Jonathan Taylor now? Because he is still questionable going into OTAs. Uh, he is not taking part in OTAs. I'm not really worried about OTAs because Aaron Rodgers is currently not participating in OTAs, but I have no doubt we're going to see Aaron Rodgers play week one. Yeah, I agree with you on that, but going back to Jonathan Taylor and you're baiting or not, you know, his injury is really bad. How far are you going to draft? falling to second round? He definitely is, um, but in a lot of other leagues, he's still first-round talent, and I believe it. Again, we've seen it before, but he's just become one of those exes. Just like, do you go back to him and he's get become bad results. Like Saquon Jr., yeah, I want to like say. That's, what, that's how Christian McCaffrey and Saquon were. Yeah. Like, they were so difficult to go back to because you just know, are they going to have a great year, injury-free year? Uh-huh. You know, it's Because if they do, oh, man. They're solid. They're great. They're They're probably winning the league, you know? But if they get injured, it's just game over, you know? Yeah. And uh, all it takes is one. I, just, I don't want I, – I fear Jonathan Taylor was going to become that, and we saw him do that last year. And it's just like, no. Yeah. Don't be like these other running backs, Jonathan Taylor. You're going to make me cry again. Week four rolled around, and he got hurt. Yeah. 
And then he was out for two weeks. Rolled back in week seven. Killed it. 15, 16 points. Killed what? Well, I don't want to say the scoreboard because you were expecting probably 20 points. Oh, okay. okay, okay. But, you know. But he was only out there for half the snap. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. Then he got a little slow in Washington. Didn't play in New England. See, now we're getting bad. Oh, but now he's back, right? Oh. He's playing Vegas. So oh. easy dub ski is his way I knows. Wow. Okay. Uh, Bro, 24 you me, points. You got me hyped up for nothing, too. I was like, <laughs> oh. oh. You're like, did he play the Raiders? Oh. Okay. Well, you, you know, that's like, oh, we play the Bears this weekend. <laughs> Let's start all my wide receivers. <laughs> Uh, then he played Philly, killed it. Pittsburgh, killed it. Okay. Dallas, not so much. 13, had a bye. And then he didn't really play for the rest of the season. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I traded for Jonathan Taylor. I remember you. I remember you doing that. I traded for him in October. What a fool. I'm joking. At the time, I needed it. Yeah. And in the long run, I will say it helped me because I actually got further than I thought I would because I traded him for Justin Jefferson in exchange, I had to get Jonathan Taylor and Michael Carter. Yeah. And that did end up helping me. I did make it to the playoffs, and I pulled fourth. It's not bad. No. Definitely not bad. I think fourth. Don't quote me. I don't remember. I think I think it was fourth. Was I, it? I don't fully remember. Let me see. No, he's like, now nah, let me go back to research. Uh, let me a little check. But yeah, like going back to Jonathan Taylor, man. I, I, I pulled fifth. Fifth. Bad. Going back, going back to Jonathan Taylor, JT, look, bro, I'm still drafting him in the second round, honestly, second to third round. Yeah. I wouldn't say first. First round is more of the play you want to get, like a McCaffrey, a Barkley. That was for sure. And can I say that's Josh crazy? Josh Jacobs. We're, we're saying McCaffrey and Barkley now? Yeah, yeah. You go back a year, and it's like, ooh. Yeah. Because McCaffrey absolutely killed it. If, yeah. You know, uh, what's his name? Why am I blanking on his name? The, the Chargers. Austin Eckler? Austin Eckler, right? If Austin Eckler... Did not play, right? Christian McCaffrey would have been one. Yeah. Barkley would have been one. Whoever, right? But yeah, like you want to say that first round draft pick for someone like a McCaffrey, a Barkley, an Eckler, even a Josh Jacobs. You know what I mean? You just. I will say I'd rather pick up Eckler or Jacobs. I feel like McCaffrey and Barkley still have that injury yeah, possibility. Yeah, it's still in the back of your mind. Like it's still there. I understand that. And I just, hate to say it that I don't think a lot of people realize that until they've drafted them real early and then they get hurt at the beginning or midway point of the season or when you need that playoff push and they're done and then you're like oh my god i hate this honestly though i think jt jonathan taylor i think he still has the potential to be the number one running back on your team i feel like he could be the rb1 and like you can get somebody like a Najee harris as your number two stop stop um Najee harris is like a three four (laughs) a flex Okay, then. After last year. First year Najee, RB1. Okay, uh, James Watt. All right, now, what about, um, what's a real good RB2 player? I would say, like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, man, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's in the back of my mind. It's just, oh, you know what I mean? It's just there somewhere. Travis Etienne. That's yeah. a running back, yeah. too. Yeah. I was going to say um, Tony Pollard, but I feel like right now he is considered a RB1. For the moment, yeah. But last season he was a RB2 yeah. who did turn into an RB1. Which is great for running Good. back. That, that's what you want. Uh, <laughs> well, what's a good RB2? Uh, 
Well, you see here, um, um, it's you uh, write a fine line. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's um, it's, a, um, uh, it's, 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 it's he's on a team and he uh, he runs with the ball. He plays American football and he uh, he wears his helmet and yeah. uh, <laughs> and he gets hit in the head like <laughs> a lot. Yeah, welcome on into the FS podcast, guys. I as told you, you we definitely prepared this yeah, entire show. At the beginning of the show, as you can already tell, we're not professionals at all. We're here to have fun, guys. Give you guys advice, but like going back, maybe to make the you sh- laugh. Yeah, how stupid we can be. <laughs> yeah, you know? going back to the show, Jonathan Taylor definitely a play that I want to spend my money on second to third round. I'm for I it. I would say second. Yeah, I'm second for being it. the earliest. I'm definitely for it. But, yeah, he's still not definitely leaving the top three rounds. He's definitely out of there when he comes to round four. Um, but going back to the other players on the Colts, uh, them having the easiest schedule. Yes, you're going to draft Jonathan Taylor. I know it's tough, but look, he has the easiest schedule, so hopefully he doesn't get injured too much. Yeah. And then the number two spot, Michael Pittman Jr. I will still draft him. I'm not saying fourth or fifth round. He's definitely one of those players you may want to draft. I feel like he still has – Sleeper potential in a he lot of people's eyes. He definitely does. I can see, I like myself. I can see him drafting like fifth. Yeah, fifth to sixth round. I see a lot of people mid round those late late pickups. Yeah, Michael and Pittman. and Michael Pittman Jr. still has a lot of potential. I'm just hyped for it. It just sucks because the quarterback is a little iffy. I know they just drafted Anthony Richardson uh, from this year's draft. A really good quarterback, young quarterback to have. So look. I just really hope they have a really good connection because I still have a lot of hype for my boy P- Michael Pittman Jr. Mm-hmm. And if it's a new quarterback, a rookie quarterback like Anthony Richardson, and he needs someone to practice and rely on, bro, Michael Pittman Jr. is your guy, dude. Just give him the ball. I mean, Michael Pittman was getting near 10 targets a game. He was like... Which is crazy. Last year, I think he was like the number six or five wide receiver each week. Yeah. And then that it, it, it eventually it died down due to injury on the team and just mm-hmm. the quarterback as a whole was just terrible for him. Yeah, but he looked really good in the beginning. I will say that I remember that because I week one, yeah, he had thirteen targets, nine catches, a touchdown, and a hundred twenty yards. Yeah, you know that's winning you a week. So. Oh, yeah, but like going to those players, Michael Pimadrina and Anthony Richardson, I would definitely draft him in the late round just due to the fact that he is a running back. I mean, running back. He is a quarterback, and he's a rookie. So I would take a risk on him. Again, don't spend too much money on him. I would wait till like, the end of the draft because, look, who knows? We've seen it before. Justin Herbert blows up, you know? Yep. But Joe Burrow blows up, you know? It's like if you have a good quarterback like that, and you kind of have going on a gamble, you may hit. You know, Anthony yeah. Richardson may just blow out of the water and just like boom, boom, boom. Like, yeah, it's bro. Like Aquaman, you know. It cost me round 13 or 12. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So would you consider Michael Pittman in the same tier as uh, Amon or St. Brown? Or do you feel like there's a disconnect now? I feel like there's a disconnect now. Um, I see it if he has a good quarterback, but for the time being, it's definitely a disconnect. If he has a really good quarterback if we, and we see how Anthony Richardson plays with him, it's a connection. But for right now, for the time being, we don't know how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the season hasn't started yet. I see there is a difference or no connection at all. Yeah. I I feel like, I hate to say it, Amonor St. Brown has broken into the mainstream tier. 
Definitely. For a lot of people, they finally realized, oh, man, Amoni St. Brown is solid. Yeah, Amoni St. Brown went from the, went from that SoundCloud to, like, that Apple Music. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he Which, went from... Could we finally be all like, yeah, we were day one? Yeah. He really started kind of showing up uh, playoff time. And fantasy. Of the other, not this past season, but the other season before. Yeah. So... I don't know. Could we say we were a day one? Yeah, I, I personally would say it. I mean, yeah. Come on. And we, if they if they want to ask for our evidence and our proof, dude, we, we got a about whole two podcast ago. about it. So uh-huh. go back, look for yourself because, look, man, the proof is in there. Yep. And the proof does not lie sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, like, keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Um. But, yeah, so, like, if we're going to talk about three players, Jonathan Taylor, I'm definitely drafting. Not spending too much money on. Michael Freeman Jr., I'm definitely drafting. I would say, like, five to six round. Uh-huh. And then Anthony Richardson, I would take just a gamble on. The reason why Late is that. end of draft, maybe. Yeah, the reason why I say that is because, bro, they are the third easiest schedule going to 2023 season. So, look, if you're going to take a gamble, there's a higher chance because it's the easiest schedule that you might hit. You know what That's I mean? That's why I was thinking, you know, the whole Falcons QB. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Did they draft a QB at that? I don't think so, no. Let me look that up real quick. Anyways, complete silence. Yeah, we right. Need that. We need uh, the, what's, that, what's that one song where, like, they're doing stuff? It's like, you know, just kind of like that time in between song. Uh, starting QB is still Desmond Ryder. Um, they didn't draft anybody, but look, if you want to, like Jagger said, if you want to game on it, because they had the second easiest schedule going to the 2023-2024 season, Maybe. then do it. You probably have a higher chance of doing it just due to the fact that it's an easy schedule. But who knows? But if you talk about the Falcons, again, only really good person on there that we both agree on is be John Robinson. Yes. Because he is a running back, and running backs are mainly the people that carry your points on your what team. What is the... I don't know. I feel like because we hype him up a lot already, where would you realistically probably see Bajon going? Like third, fourth round. You think so? Yeah, definitely. Hmm. I don't know because fourth or fifth I, I feel round. like you and I have hyped him up so much that maybe our uh, view on it is a bit jaded, shifted. Yeah. Uh, just because, like we mentioned earlier, the Cordero Patterson is still there. So maybe people are still seeing, oh, well, it's a rookie and Cordero still there. Yeah. So who knows? But um, you know what? But John Robinson, I can probably mid draft in. Anyway, depending on then real, re- realistically mid draft. And if you get a mid draft, honestly, dude, props to you because honestly, I think that's a steal. I do too. I think it's a snipe. I think you got I think him he's for cheap and for sure third. Because like, round if round. you get him like maybe fourth or fifth round, oh, I mean, if you get fifth or sixth round, bro, then that means you already have somebody like a. I don't know. Maybe you got like a Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, and then your your wide receiver Nick is Chubb. yeah, a Nick Chubb, a good maybe even a good quarterback depending on how you draft. I don't know, a, a wide receiver like a DeAndre Hopkins yeah. or Justin a Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Uh, maybe whoever you got. In you the get team. all those, and then you add be B. John Robinson to the category to the team. Because you got them for cheap, that's great. You know, yeah. you got a good deal. You know what I mean? You know how to go coupon shopping with your grandma. That's how great that is. You know what I'm saying? It's just I got a real uh, Najee Harris rookie season kind of vibe for Bajan. You think so? I think so. Is it real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not dreaming it. I know it's gonna be real. It's real. This is this is the next R E A L. Next Zach Wilson right here, baby. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm gonna say how great he is, and he's gonna just flop completely. Get hurt week one. Yeah. Never see him again. 
But yeah, man, I'm just saying though, if you do that fifth or sixth round and you get those players, dude, I swear to God, bro, those 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 commenters from you know extreme couponing, but they come over here and document you getting a cheap uh -huh. price for them, you know. I always like those. Yeah. Oh man. I have to pay two dollars. They see, bought like three, four hundred dollars worth. You see of that stuff. one episode where that guy was freaking out? He's like, I'm really freaking out here. It's like two dollars. Uh -huh. He's like, I was really hoping to spend under less than a dollar. It's two dollars. I don't know what to do here. It's like, bro, it's just two bucks. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, chill out. Hey, two dollars is a lot, man. Relax. Relax. I'm not even gonna say that can get you a tank. And of he gas. saved like maybe two hundred, three hundred dollars worth yeah. of groceries. And he's like uh -huh. two dollars. I don't know, man. I can't do this. I was just like, bro, do you need money? Explode. Do you need money here? I got you. Here's a dollar. Oh, <laughs> the guy behind him, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Look, yeah. man, I'm trying to go home. Like, <laughs> all you got is like a box of diapers or something. Yeah. A jug of milk. I'm just trying to go home, man. Look, here's the two dollars. All right. <laughs> See you later. But yeah, that that. That's what it's going to be like when you get Bijan Robinson. Like, the I fifth, feel like the I have a round. good feeling about Bijan. Me too. Definitely do. Then again, I did also with Zach Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I didn't agree. more towards preseason. I didn't agree with you on that one. But look, this one's different because I agree with you. So, maybe so when he fails, we ultimately can both just be like, wow, I cannot believe. We hopped on that train. And I cannot believe we recorded it with audio evidence and posted it yeah. online. <laughs> It's out there now. A digital footprint is uh -huh. out there. It's going to be on a billboard. Yeah. These two idiots who hyped up this one guy. <laughs> so, do you got any final thoughts on our three easiest schedules? No. Okay. I, I will, well, out of everyone that I have the most faith in, obviously Jonathan Taylor, I feel like is a semi-safe bet, obviously. Yeah. Michael Pittman, and then I want to say Bajon. Chris Olove sneaks in there. Yeah, it's hard to kind of say that with the Saints. I mean, Kamara's still there. Yeah, obviously you're picking up Kamara. Yeah. Obviously you're picking up Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. but We can't talk about those B-listed players. Yeah. You know? There's um, really no need to talk about, oh, well, you know, how do you think Christian McCaffrey's going to do? He's going to do okay. He's yeah. Do great. Yeah, there's you know? no need to. How do you put think a Nick Chubb's going to do? He's going to do great. Yeah, there's no need to put a whole episode on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um. But Most I people already know how they're going to perform, and that's how they're probably going to do. Yeah, why are you going to learn something that you already know? Yeah. Um, so so the last two episodes, again, we talked about the schedule, easiest and toughest. I will say this, though. The next couple of episodes coming up are definitely going to be mock draft, and we still have to get our sleeper picks in there because we like to do this thing where we we pick up a, a list of players that we think are going to do great that are considered our sleeper picks and if they do well they do well mm -hmm. it's just kind of like a fun episode type of thing you know yeah. have potential and then again back to the mock draft we're going to be having a mock draft episode here soon I think we, next episode maybe yeah we do when we do our mock drafts it kind of ranges from two to three one to two episodes yeah. doesn't it Sometimes. The one we usually do where we're drafting together is yeah. if we were co-owning a team, just kind of give those, I guess, kind of newer people, like, hey, you can just draft with a buddy, and maybe they can help you walk through it. Yeah. And then we do another one where we kind of go head-to-head, -head, which kind of sucks because, you know, hey, we're trying to walk you through our whole thought process. And then on the other hand, okay, so Wea just drafted this guy. This is the one I was leaking. He about. just took my player. Exactly. And then you got to factor in, like, we're playing with like bots, basically. Yeah. We're, I think we usually do what a ten, twelve. I think uh, I think we did a ten last year. We're probably gonna do twelve. Yeah. Step it up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I think we did a ten because we said a lot of people could get into a ten-man league easier than a twelve. Yeah. And I learned that from experience last year. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so going into the season, uh, going into the next couple episodes, I mean, uh, you're going to be looking forward to our mock drafts. I'm like Deadpool right now, explaining what's going to happen in the next couple episodes, right? <laughs> so in the next couple episodes, we're going to be talking about um, our mock draft. Uh, we're going to be recording that, and we're going to be recording our uh, sleeper we'll picks. we'll probably do the sleeper after the first yeah. mock draft. Give you a little break. Definitely. Sleeper. Back to back. And then, again, more mock draft, because like Jaguars said, we could do one head, uh, together and another one separate head-to-head. And then also... Uh, later in this show, into the deeper into the off season, this is when we're gonna give you guys our top tens and all that. And we are gonna make it a point to get those done, Bef- uploaded for the season. Season, I guess. Because if you guys are new to the show, a little fun fact: we didn't factor in. We didn't really. We weren't paying attention to how close the season was coming. And sure enough, the season started. I think we were like week two. We're still on like our last top yeah. ten episode uh-huh. going into the season. Was half tempted to just drop that whole segment, yeah. but it's like you know we've already done two. Keep it going, baby. Yeah, right. Keep we might we might as well finish. So, anyways, um, and then also stay tuned. We still have Wea's punishment to sort out. Our goal is to get that figured out, sorted, recorded before start of the season. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll make another bet this off season. Who knows? Who knows? I hope so. Me too. Oh. It's always fun. Those things are always fun. Yeah, always are. And then I could just rub it in your face, yeah. like, you know, stick it in the mud. And like, I was right. Like I did right. your whole Cooper Cup. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. You can't. F- Anyways, I'm not going to. You can explain all of your I'm gonna mistakes keep, no, 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 no. at the uh, video. I am a man, and I'm going to keep my frame control. I'm just going to cool, say calm. I'm cool, I'm calm. I'm just going to say, you know what? I was wrong, and I took the L, and I'm going to take the L like a man. I ain't going to complain about it. Make Whale wear a suit during his punishment because he is such a man. I'm such right? a gentle man. You know what I'm saying? Have you, uh, like, reenact the one SpongeBob? Where they got the seaweed on their lips. Oh. Now that we're men, we can do anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the punishment. I, I'm, I can do it. I can do it. I'm just waiting for the day where you will be taking a punishment. Well, we got to make a few bets, you yeah, know. We will. I will come up with that sooner than later. Exactly. With your ideas. Um, like I said, I'm definitely down. Yeah. We, we've sorted that out many um, times. So... Anyways, um, so yeah, there is still a lot that we're planning right now in the off season. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I guess kind of stay tuned for that. Yeah, definitely stay tuned for that. Um, so are we gonna go ahead and send us out here? Yeah, you know, <laughs> why yes. you sound? I don't want to go. Please, yeah. I just want to continue talking. Can we just talk about something else? If football, <laughs> please. Um, so good. <laughs> which is so, so good at talking. We just have a podcast. <laughs> um, so, anyways, thank you all for tuning in to the FS podcast, also known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. If you guys want to keep up with me and Jagger in the show in general, go ahead and follow our social media account. Our Instagram account is going to be at Fantasy. Oh, actually, that's the old one. Our Instagram Ooh. and Twitter account is going to be at at the real FSP again, it's gonna be at the real FSP. That's our Twitter and Instagram account. So again, get both of those to follow and like and anything on there. If you guys got any questions for us, you can also DM us or tweet us on those platforms. But you can also email us, which is in the description of this podcast, just like everything else is. And again, like Jack said, the punishment will be coming soon. So go ahead and su- oh. subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is gonna be at the Fancy Sports Podcast or FS Podcast. Speaking on of which, uh, we do have another project in the works. Again, I think I said it before. It's a long-term project. I don't want to leak anything. I don't yeah. want to pull, like, uh, a Tom Holland, you know? Yeah. Or a me. 
sarcastically. Yeah. Uh huh. But yeah, stay tuned for that. I can't really, I guess, hype you up because I don't really want to leak anything about it. Yeah. So just stay tuned for that. That one is definitely a. Uh, I didn't. I want to say nowhere close at the moment. Yeah. But it's in progress. It is. The the wheels are in motion. Yeah. Wheels are turning. <laughs> the wheels are turning. Yes. Um. So. Again, if you guys, no matter what kind of platform you guys are listening to this podcast on, there's always that plus or that follow button. So go ahead and click that so you guys can get notification on our next episode. And if you guys are listening on Spotify, what you could do is go ahead and rate the show. And if you guys are also listening on Apple Music. SoundCloud. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> if you guys are listening on Apple Music, what you could also do is write a review for the show. So go ahead and do that so we could do better for you guys in the next episode. Again, thank you all for tuning in to FS Podcast, and we will see you guys next week. Or this week? or uh, next Yeah, week. probably this week. We'll, we'll sort it out. We'll figure something out. Whenever we upload next. Yeah. <laughs> notification on. <laughs> yeah, keep it on. <laughs> And you'll see. All right. We'll see you next time.